Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Central Texas Living with Ann Harder. Hello, I'm Ann Harder. Welcome to Central Texas Living, the podcast. The world's largest dinosaurs exhibit is now on display at the Mayburn Museum on the Baylor campus. It explores the biology of some super-sized dinos. And here to tell us more, Rebecca Nall, who's Assistant Director of Communication for the Mayburn. It is good to have you with us again. It's nice to see you in person, Anne. I know, I know. And, uh, I mean, you were on the podcast a year or so ago, I it was, guess. It was March. And it was right before everything closed down, before, I remember. That's right. It was mm-hmm. before everything closed down. And um, you're, you're back up and running at the Mayburn, which is excellent news. And this really is a major exhibit. It is. We've had this exhibit in the works for um, a couple of years. So we're very excited that we um, were able to continue to host it. And it is on loan from the American Museum of Natural History in New York. They're the ones that did the research and developed and curated this exhibit. Um, And so it's it's a big deal, pun intended. (laughs) It is a very big deal because it's kind of focusing on the supersized dinosaurs. Yes, it's about the long-necked, long-tailed sauropods. Um, so those are the largest dinosaurs to ever walk the earth. You think of the Sinclair ad for that yes. we're talking about, like yes. the Sinclair oil? Yeah, maybe um, whenever I was a kid, we might, a brontosaurus maybe would have been yeah. um, a sauropod, but uh, there's been new research. And so um, there's a lot of different um, types of sauropod. It's a very diverse group. So they ranged in size from 15 feet to more than 150 feet long. Mm-hmm. So... You've got a great space. Mm-hmm. And I remember when the Mayburn was built and you know, walking through it even before it opened. And this is our great exhibit space. So you can bring in these traveling exhibits. Um, it's big enough, I guess, because, I mean, these these ex- these examples are pretty monstrous. Yeah, it, it looks really great in the space. Good. And it uses, you know, we have high ceilings mm-hmm. um, in that space and it uses it very well. Whenever you first walk in, you see um, a dinosaur head sticking out of the wall, <laughs> and it's an um, Argentinosaurus, and that's one of the um, the largest, if not the largest, sauropods. So that's an example of one of those. So he's kind of greeting you whenever you walk in. Now, is this like Dynamation, where they move and talk? No, they don't. Okay. But they're... Well, they don't necessarily talk, but make sounds. Well, there is... Um, 
a mementosaurus in the center of the exhibit. So he kind of is front and center, mm-hmm. and he's 60 feet long. And so he's fully fleshed out, so you could kind of see maybe what the wow. whole dinosaur might look like. And then on one side, um, it's kind of taken down to the, the muscle um, and then there's a projection on the side so you can learn more about the respiratory system um, and the heart and the digestive system um, of, you know, how that might work on these giant, giant creatures. It's pretty interesting. What is it about dinosaurs that's so fascinating, particularly to kids? Well, everybody loves dinosaurs. I think it's just, <laughs> it's hard to even imagine, you know, a time when they, you know, these big gigantic creatures walk the earth and there's so much that we have been able to learn from the fossil record but a lot that there is still to learn research is constantly science is constantly evolving and then there's probably a lot that we will never know a couple of weeks ago we were uh, talking with um, the wonderful folks at the um, waco mammoth national monument and and you know the collaboration obviously with the Mayburn Museum and how so many of those uh, mammoth bone fossils are there at the uh, at the Mayburn and yet that was 67,000 years ago we're talking many many years ahead of that for the dinosaurs I kind of get us in the right mindset yes so um, this species lasted for more than 140 million years the, the sauropods. So they were very successful. And this was millions and millions of years before the really? mammoths were found in this area. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how many dinosaurs will folks see? There are, so there's the two that I mentioned, mm-hmm. um, but then there's a lot of other. So those are the ones that are kind of fleshed out and you might be able to see what a dinosaur looks like, mm-hmm. but um, but they're kind of represented throughout. There's a, a huge like hind leg of a supersaurus, um, and there that's compared to a human skeleton. So you can see how just this leg um, towers over a human skeleton. Um, there's also some vertebrae bones. You there's a lot where you can compare these um, creatures to current living creatures. Mm-hmm. So you can learn how they were able to exist as a species so big. So there's a vertebra that you can look at and compare to, for from a sauropod, that you can compare to a giraffe. And they look very similar, hmm. but, um, you know, their leg, their necks were so long. You see the Mementosaurus's neck was more than 30 feet long. You can see that there are actually air pockets in that vertebrae to make it lighter um, oh, so compared they can, to a giraffe. Sure, yeah. like lift it up. You know, yeah, just hold it up. Well, do you, is it because the plant life was that tall, or or what do they know? What do scientists know about about what these creatures ate to maintain a, a living organism that big? They were herbivores, mm-hmm. um, and so the the large ones had to eat about a thousand pounds of vegetation a day um, to you know to exist to mm-hmm. live. And they didn't have, um, you know, hind teeth. There's a comparison of a diplodocus skull next to a horse, a modern-day horse. And you can see that they um, that the, they both have nipping teeth in the mm-hmm. front. But the horse has the cheek teeth in the back, and the diplodocus doesn't because they didn't chew their food. They would just swallow it Swallowing whole. Swallowing it whole. Because mm-hmm. chewing would just slow them down because they've got to just keep fueling, um, you know, getting more energy. Yeah. Where were these fossils found where that they did this 
studying the research. It, w- it wasn't this part of the world, obviously, was it? Although we know Glen Rose has got yes. dinosaurs. Yeah, Glen Rose is the closest mm-hmm. that um, that a sauropod was found. Oh, really? Um, okay. But they were really all over. Um, I mentioned the Argentinosaurus, so, so named from because it was found in Argentina, mm-hmm. and um, there were some found in modern day China, just all over. Yeah, um, and I understand also there's even a, a nest and an egg that that hatches. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that that um, section is very interesting because um, it kind of shows you how there. You think that these dinosaurs are so huge that their eggs would be enormous too, but even some of the biggest um, sauropods only had eggs that were maybe about the size of a volleyball. Really? Oh my goodness! And so the um, they just grew rapidly. The <laughs> really babies fast. Once they were born, um, so they were. The babies after they were hatched were 10,000 times smaller than a mature adult. Wouldn't they run the risk of getting stepped on? Yes, it was It was a numbers game. Yeah. Um, the, they'd have lots of eggs. Yes, huh? they'd have lots of eggs several <laughs> times a year. The um, The mothers did not stay with their young. They just laid eggs oh. and then would move on. And I so, guess kind of like even turtles, you know, they lay yes. their eggs and then they, they're on their own trying to get back to the ocean. Yes. Same type thing. Fascinating stuff. Um, again, you know, kids are so excited to learn about dinosaurs, as are their parents. You've got some great guides as well, I understand, that folks can access. Yeah, we have a lot of information on our website, on the mm-hmm. exhibit website, and then there's an exhibition guide that you can download um, to look at, you know, in advance or if you want you were, you know, piqued your interest um, and you want to learn a little bit more after your visit, you can check those out. Yeah, well, let's talk some other things in general about the Mayburn. Um, you kind of got back open and running and programs again when? Yeah, so we opened, we reopened in August and we've been okay. kind of opening in stages. You're right. So our um, hands-on discovery center just opened um in March, the second floor. Okay. And we're going to, we plan to reopen um, the play, our play Waco space, which is our five and under space, um, hopefully early July. That's where the HEB yes. carts. <laughs> yes. My granddaughters love that. It's the most popular and people are it so is. sad that it's closed. It's been, there's so many manipulatives in that space. Oh, I know. Keeping it clean is, mm-hmm. yeah. And we're also just, tr- we're using this time to, um, you know, make some upgrades to the grocery store. We're adding a mm-hmm. lot of um, more graphics so that um, kids will know how to um, to restock groceries after they pulled them all off the shelves. So there's going to be hopefully some really fun updates that people will notice whenever it reopens. Uh, so we're actually working in the middle of working on that now. And um, so, yeah, we're just... Um, We've been pretty busy in June so far, so mm-hmm. we're we're excited um, to start seeing more people um, feeling feeling great about exploring the museum again. What are the rules now on masks and so forth? You know, I think that probably some of that might be changing in you know coming days. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, masks are optional um, for vaccinated, and that's the current uh, okay. for vaccinated people, and that's the current Baylor policy. Okay. Yeah, I know Baylor has has continued to to uh, change their their policies on on those requirements as well. Um, so, what other changes have happened at the museum in the last year or so since 
I've had a chance to come over there and check it out. See, I was seeing some video that's that's like it looked like a hallway, and there was this noise that would make. And I thought, well, I don't remember that seeing that. Is have there been some new things that are sort of not hands-on manipulative, but as you walk down, it makes sounds and stuff. I know there, yeah, the keyboard, you can jump on the keyboard and some of those, those are all available for folks to. Yes. And we had um, put, you know, fewer manipulatives out whenever we first reopened and we're starting to put a a lot more of those out now. Okay. And we have a really good um, system, we think, for keeping things sanitized and um, and we have, you know, one of the coolest new things that's happened since, um, you know, over the last year is that we have a Merlin engine from SpaceX on display in the rotunda. Um, really? And then we also got a, um, you know, a T-Rex skeleton is in the rotunda, too, that's on loan from the Perot. So there's a lot of there's a lot of new things mm-hmm. to look at um, if you haven't been to the museum in a while. And we have um, a we created a SpaceX exhibit that was on display downstairs a couple of years ago, and we've moved most of that upstairs into the Discovery Center. And so the Merlin engine will eventually um, go up there as well. Um, so we're excited. There's there yeah, there's a lot of new things. We have more bubbles. Oh, good. Oh, um, the girls love that. Yes. Oh my goodness, that and and the the big thing that had you could make like boats go. Yes. Yeah, so we actually. Because our backyard ecology hall that opened in 2020, October 2020, was, um, I think, maybe it was October 2019. We have a lost year in there. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, it has a new updated water table. So mm-hmm. we actually turned the water table upstairs into a big bubble tray. Oh, okay. So it has huge <laughs> bubble wands. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I took my girls. We hadn't... Um, and uh, since the second floor reopened, I took them just a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I could not get them out of that room. Well, I know that's that's what, and they end up just wet mm-hmm. <laughs> because they've been playing all the. Yeah, well, we're, hopefully the granddaughters are coming in the, sometime this summer, and we'll we'll be back. Which which brings me to um, your uh, tickets and and sponsorships and things that people can can do to buy passes. Mm-hmm. You know, let's talk a little bit about about that. Uh, so the tickets um, are $10 for adults, $9 for seniors, and $8 for children ages 2 to 12. And those can be, you know, purchased at the front desk or um, or you can reserve your tickets online if you want to have, oh, a, you know, a faster check-in. Um, and we do have it where you're purchasing for, you know, an hour um, but that's just your arrival time. We've had a lot of questions. Is that the only time oh, that I can be there? Is the hour to be here yeah, at two o'clock can, or whatever? You can stay as long as you want. That's mm-hmm. just your suggested arrival time, um, and that um, that ten dollars is everything. It's a general admission. It's the world's largest dinosaurs. It's everything. Oh well, and that's good. Mm-hmm. And it's a good thing really to have that to uh, manage crowds because I would think there might be buses of folks coming what have the crowds been like so far i know you just you know opened it's been it's been busier yeah. it has been um we've seen a, a noticeable difference and we're also starting to see um, more school groups coming back there mm-hmm. are still some schools that are in session we think that we're going to have some summer camps coming to visit um so that's been um so that's been great it's been really exciting i think we had our first field trip in April and it was a group of kindergartners and it was their first field trip ever and they were so excited to get to come to the museum. Well that's a perfect place to start off isn't it? 
Of course, you've got more things coming up on end of the fall. I know uh, Baylor Lifelong Learners or Continuing Education, I don't know, they keep changing the name of it, um, is going to be hosted by the, the Mayburn. It is. This fall. And I'll be doing, a, in fact, I'll be doing a, a series there on yes. music. And so it's going to be fun. Yes, so that is live on our website. Um, so Lifelong Learning has joined the Mayborn Museum, and we are very excited. So anyone who wants to check that out, it's for um, anyone who is age 50 and better um, who is interested in lifelong learning. There's yeah. a lot of fun classes, including one from Anne. <laughs> um, and you can join as a lifelong learning member, but that will include, you know, a membership to the Mayborn Museum. So you get to register for classes as a lifelong learning member, but you can also be a grandparent member and then bring all of your grandchildren um, throughout the summer. And we th- there are going to be some classes that are on Zoom in the fall, but the majority are going to be in person. Mm-hmm. And we have been hosting lifelong learning classes at the museum for a while. And so we're excited to, you know, officially, you know, bring them to be part of the Mayborn. Um, that's good. That's, that is excellent. And uh, we're really looking forward to, to that. That's going to be in November. So we'll probably be talking about it a little bit more as we get closer. Um, but yeah, lots of, lots of great ways to expand your knowledge and understanding of this great world. And, um, ages way, way, way past when we're talking about dinosaurs. Um, understand it, this was a massive undertaking to bring this dinosaur exhibit that many semi-tractor trailers, you know, and, and all that. Uh, logistics worked out great, though. Yes, it was seven trucks. Was it really? Um, so some, I mean, our exhibits vary in size, but um, just for, you know, comparison, we um, hosted Paw Patrol for most of this year, which is a super fun exhibit. It was two trucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was seven semi-trucks and more than three-week installation um, that our team worked hard at. And um, there were some folks from the American Museum of Natural History that came, too, to help set it up. And um, and it was just, yeah, it was a big undertaking, but we're excited to have it open and to see so many people that are interested in the exhibit. Well, and of course, I think of the Titanic exhibit, another one of the great traveling exhibits that was there at the uh, at the Mayburn. And what are you looking for maybe even further down the road? you have some other things in the works? You said it took two years to get this uh, great dinosaurs here. Yes, we, we do have some exhibits scheduled um, for, this, for next spring and mm-hmm. next summer, um, but we are currently looking for, um, you know, ideas and offerings for 2023 and beyond but we have a fun next spring we're going to host um the dinosaur train exhibit so it'll be continue to be the year of the dinosaur so that'll come in january and it's from the magic house um, museum in st louis Mm -hmm. have been there yeah i have not been there i've heard it's a great museum amazing yeah yeah oh that's gonna be wonderful what a great great thing um so you're preparing for all kinds of crowds, and uh, it, as you say, get get your ticket, and it'll give you a general time that you need to be there, and that, that will probably facilitate getting through. Yes. Yes, we have, um, we are still limiting our capacity, but um, 
it's not, we haven't really seen any times where people really have to wait. Okay. And as we've been opening up more of the building, um, we, you know, kind of raise the number of people that we can see because mm-hmm. there's more spaces available for them to go. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Um, again, so what is the uh, website? How can folks get more information? Maybe see about becoming um, season tickets. I guess you call it season ticket holder. Um, a museum member. Museum member. There and, we go. <laughs> um, a family membership is only $95. So if you come just a couple of times, um, That's it gonna will pay, for, pay for itself. We're selling a lot of memberships. And so you can find out all about the um, dinosaur exhibit, our membership program, or our lifelong learning program at www.maybornmuseum.com. Very good. Rebecca, thank you so much for being with us. Well, thank you. See you at the museum. Central Texas Living is part of the Rogue Media Network family. Be sure to check out their other shows at RogueMediaNetwork.com. Please rate us five stars on iTunes and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Living, the podcast. while managing a family? Are you tired of trying to balance home and work and everything seems to be coming up short? Then there's a podcast made just for you. Baking Your Business from Scratch is where we create the perfect recipe for building a successful business while managing your home and family with love. Come join us and see for yourself. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Thank you.